Hello and welcome back to Raising Thinkers. It's Shelly and I'm happy you're here. Stop for just a moment and let yourself be transported to another place in your mind. It can be a place you know, a different time period, a place that doesn't even exist. You choose. As thinkers, we have the ability to think beyond the bounds of what we see in our everyday lives. This is an incredible sort of power, yet some of us are considered to be more imaginative or creative than others. Why? The short answer is that scientists still don't really know. At least they haven't determined if there is a genetic reason. They have discovered some connections between creativity and genes, but not too much yet. However, regardless of how imaginative or creative you think you are, or you think your children are, there is opportunity to increase your ability in each of these areas. One of the best ways to bolster the imagination, as you may have guessed from the title of this episode, reading. Reading, especially fiction of any sort, can help suspend our reality and transport us elsewhere. It gives us ideas we haven't thought of before and opens our minds to new perspectives and points of view. We can imagine what it was like growing up as a pioneer or how it could be to live in space or even what it would be like if there were talking animals. Reading also provides us with an increase of knowledge, which with our thinking skills, we can piece together to develop something new and innovative. With that said, if your child loves fiction, great! Keep them reading what they enjoy and also try to push them into other genres. The more diversified the reading, the better. Reading from different types of books helps broaden our vocabulary and our understanding of the world around us. As Dr. Seuss, the writer of The Cat in the Hat, and many other stories wrote, the more that you read, the more things you will know. The more that you learn, the more places you'll go. All the reading we do gives us more opportunities, truly. Being a reader can even help you get a better job because you have a more expansive vocabulary and are more comfortable using higher level words. Prospective employers will therefore consider you to be better educated and a greater potential asset to their company. Furthermore, the more we read, the better we write. By re reading, we start to understand the structure of a narrative or how to write a poem or even a scientific article. Writing and reading go hand in hand. Did you think I was done yet? Not quite. Reading also can be a great way to relax and decompress, to give your brain a break from what is going on in the hectic world around you and to escape to another place. This can give us a refuge as parents, especially if we cultivate the desire to read in our children. Then we can all grab some precious alone time with our books. <laughs> but wait just a second. You might be thinking, my child doesn't really seem to like reading. I read all the time as a parent. I read to them, but yet they still don't seem to enjoy it. This happens. Don't worry. It's totally normal. Oftentimes, it can be one of two factors causing this. The first one, the child is reading something that they cannot understand well enough yet. Finding a good fit for your child with their reading abilities is important. There's something in the teaching world known as the five finger rule. If a child struggles reading more than five words on a page, the book is most likely too challenging for them to comprehend yet. Try having your child read the first page to you and see how they do. If they're struggling but seem interested, that's a book you can read together. If it already seems like a lost cause, redirect them to something else. The second reason a child may be reading a verse is if they're not interested in the book. Are you picking the book or is your child? You might have chosen an appropriate level of a book for your child, but are these books more about what interests you or what interests your child? Get a few books from your local library if you can and offer two or three options to your child. Let them choose. 
or let them free in the library to pick some on their own. Just make sure they can comprehend them. Let your child take ownership as a reader. And one more tip here, if your child is reading something too easy for them, it's okay. It won't hurt them. They're still reading. Try to push them or interest them, motivate them to try some other books, but it's not the end of the world. You may have noticed during this episode, I've spoken less about our children and more about us. That is because this all applies to us too. We can all continue to learn and develop as we read more and expose ourselves to new ideas. And as I've mentioned before, parents are the child's first and best teacher. What they see you doing is caught more than it's taught. You don't have to be the one to teach your child to read, although you might do that. Simply seeing you reading, seeing you value books, hearing you read something, reading with them, all of these things will have a profound impact on them. Be the example, not necessarily just to raise a thinker, but to continue to be a thinker yourself. That's it for today. Thanks for joining me once again. Also, in the latest news with Raising Thinkers, with more ideas and tips, you can check out my new website, which is teach-learn-explore.weebly.com. I'll be continuing to add to it with more on how to help your child. It also has links and ideas for teachers as well. Thanks again for being here. Go grab a good book to read, and I'll see you in the next episode.